I live a suburban townhouse neighborhood in Pennsylvania with woods surrounding it. I hear screeches a lot during the summer and fall due to foxes, so it's not unnormal for me to hear them. But what's weird about this encounter is it's the middle of winter and foxes usually aren't out. I live in the basement of my house with a back door and life four outside. Tonight, on January 8th, just past 12, I heard a baby scream. Like I said, it's not uncommon due to the foxes, but this sounded like an actual baby. So I unlocked my back door and turned on the light. I heard another screech, but this one was different. It sounded deeper. So, like I usually do, I whistled. It responded with another screech. I'm still assuming it's a fox at this point, but I'm always interested to see if it could be something else. I whistled again, but it didn't make a screech. Instead, I heard a whistle back. Now I'm a little freaked out at this point. I whistled again and it whistled back after a couple more whistles and screeches I don't hear for a couple minutes so I shut my back door lock it and turn the light. As I'm currently riding this, I hear it again and open my door and turn the light back on. Just um, a minute ago it sounded like people talking in the distance. I want to finish riding this before I listen again. So I need you guys genuine opinion. What could this be? Is it a fox? Is it a skinwalker? Or is it a something else? It's currently 1227 and I still hear the screeches. Let me know. I was driving from Portland to Lincoln City to retrieve my work bag that I had left in Lincoln City over the weekend. I left Portland at 3 a.m. and had only had coffee and donuts to eat. There were not many other cars on the road at all, none that were going in a westerly direction that were within sight of me, and only about two cars passed me between Spirit Mountain Casino and the site where I had my sighting. I was driving about 55 miles per hour and had my bright lights on and had just came over a rise in the road shortly after you start down the backside of Murphy Hill. As I crested the rise out in the distance, I saw what I thought at the time was a deer on the left shoulder of the road about 200 yards out from me. I slowed down to 40 miles per hour or so because I didn't want it to jump in front of me or if there were other deer in the area I might spook them into the road. As I got within 75 yards the object began to move across the road from left to right. That is when I saw that it was not a deer, and I thought it might be a bear, which I've seen cross a road before, but this was way different. The object was hunched over slightly and was on two legs and cleared the road in about four steps. The best way to describe the color was dark brown to black, and I would guess the hair to be four or five inches. The arms looked to come down the mid-thigh area. I did not see the eyes except for there seemed to be a deer-like shine coming from the face area and the height to be about 7 feet plus as it disappeared over the edge of the road to the right. I was about 50 yards away by this time. I was starting to feel pretty weird like this was something I had never seen. Hard to explain the feeling. As I passed the spot where it went over the bank, I tried to look over and see where it had gone. I was going about 25 miles per hour now as I went about 20 yards past the spot and stopped. I then reversed my car to the spot where I had seen it go over the bank. I stopped my car and left the engine running. I had my window rolled down slightly for airflow as I was driving when I stopped. <sighs> I could smell a musty type smell, not real bad but strong enough to notice. I could hear some movement in the brush but not a lot because of the car noise and the fact that my window was only down 2 or 3 inches on the left side when the object was now on my right. I had a really strong feeling that I was being watched. Every hair on my body was rigid. I had goosebumps over my whole body. I have them now as I write about this, not as bad, but the chills. I decided then that it would be a really good time to leave, so I drove off as fast as my metro would go. I made it to Lincoln City at 6am and had about 10 cars pass me going east on Highway 18 in that time. 
When I got there, I went to my girlfriend's to get my bag and was going to come right back to Portland to work. Instead, I stayed until 9 a.m., then left to go back to Portland. As I drove by the spot, I thought about stopping but decided against it. I know the area well though because I helped a lady who had rolled her car off the road in the same area many years ago. The bank in the area is about 7 feet down on both sides and is swampy in some places. I lived in Lincoln City for many years and have spent time in the woods alone and with others and have never felt or seen anything like this. I don't know what to make of it except for it being Bigfoot. No bear walks on its back legs like this. If you want to see the spot, I can take you there, just let me know. Also, I drive this stretch of road two times, sometimes more, a week. Overall, I was left feeling uneasy and couldn't shake off the feeling of being watched. It was an experience that I couldn't explain and still think about it to this day. So I want to first preface that I don't know much about skinwalkers and other creatures of similar nature. I recently started learning of their potential existence so feel I'm willing to learn and be educated on the topic. There's this park my girlfriend and I go to to smoke a lot and we've encountered the same dog. I think multiple times. It's always nighttime when we go. It looks like a really huge black dog with round bear, like ears and yellowish eyes. The first few times we saw it, we didn't think much of it, but it kept just like spawning in. It never made a sound and always just stared at us and followed us around creepily. We've encountered it while high and while sober on multiple occasions that we stopped going to that park entirely. We would be walking from the parking lot to the park and we'll just see the thing emerge from behind a tree and follow us and try to block our path back to the car. We had to run and jump a fence just to get away from it once too. We've never had a single insanely creepy interaction besides the time we were at the deepest corner of the park, bordering a small forest and had to jump two fences to avoid the thing. I have a theory. It could be a stray, but it really did not act like a dog at all. It didn't really even feel alive. It felt like it was just monitoring us for some reason, but it was really eerie. My parents had a house in the countryside in Styria. To give you a little layout of the area, we lived in a valley surrounded by other houses. The valley itself was surrounded by thick forest and still is. There were two bigger roads you could take to leave the valley. One would lead to the city, the other one went downhill to a small village. Both roads went through the forest. I was 15 at the time and decided to spend the day at a friend's house in that village. I stayed a little longer than I usually would, and by the time I was ready to head home, it was dark outside. I had a moped auto cycle at the time, which was really slow going up hills. So I rode out of the village and was riding over a bridge. Before I reached the end of the bridge, I thought I saw something to my right, in the forest, but I figured it was nothing. Pressing on, I rode up hills on the road and continued through the forest. As soon as I passed the part where I thought I saw something in the forest, something stepped out of it. I couldn't see what it was because there were no street lights, but I had a bad feeling in my gut. I rode as fast as I could, around 20, 1 miles per hour, and when I looked in the side mirror, I saw two yellowish eyes right behind me. Whatever it was followed me like that halfway through, until we reached a fork where a farmer had cut a little path in the forest. The entrance to it is usually blocked by a gate similar looking to a railroad gate. Whatever was following me just raced to this gate. It was way faster than my moped, jumped over it and ran into the forest. We don't have bears or wolves here, and why would a deer follow me, let alone that close? Maybe two feet away. Sadly, it wasn't my last encounter with this thing. 
A couple weeks ago, my sister and her boyfriend were surfing the internet, watching videos on astronauts seeing UFOs and other theories surrounding aliens, such as plane pilots encountering UFOs. My sister is a huge believer in anything paranormal. That must be where I got it from. About four nights ago, my sister and her boyfriend went out to smoke a cigarette around 2.30 a.m. They were looking up at the moon and talking about how those astronauts in the videos they watched weeks ago really have no reason to lie about UFO sightings and how crazy it must have been for them. Within less than five seconds of talking about that out loud, they were peering up in the sky and saw an orb-like bright light was so bright the light illuminated their faces as if in the presence of fireworks. It was going upwards in the sky, not in a completely straight path, but was swerving a little and going upwards. There were a few spark-like elements coming from the bottom of the craft and the craft itself was visible for about three seconds before it completely disappeared. The craft was completely silent and appeared pretty close, way too close to be a plane or some type of shooting star. They thought it could have been a comet, but also too close to be that or a meteor landing on Earth but it was traveling upward and also disappeared. My sister said the size of it was about the size of a streetlight from the ground's point of view, but she couldn't make out the shape of the object because it was so bright. It was close to them that they narrowed it down to being a UFO. Both she and her boyfriend saw it, which means one of them wasn't hallucinating. They were pretty scared, considering the fact that just seconds before the UFO appeared, they were talking about alien encounters. They felt as if whatever it was heard them talking about that and wanted to prove their existence. It was more than just a coincidence. They went inside afterwards stunned, not believing or knowing exactly what they saw. My sister admitted to me that she thought it was cool to finally see a UFO for the first time. After about 45 minutes, her boyfriend wanted another cigarette, and as hesitant as they were to go back outside, they went anyway. After about two minutes of being outside the second time, a black sedan SUV pulled up across the street seemingly out of nowhere with absolutely no sounds. A man in all black came out and opened the trunk of the SUV, turned around, and began to stare at them. They could tell he was dressed in black but couldn't make out his face. Within seconds of this, she and her boyfriend noticed two other men in black standing at the end of the street, one house down from where they lived, kind of swaying back and forth as if they were trying to make out who or what they were. It seemed as if they were more intrigued by seeing my sister and her boyfriend than they were to see the men in black. My sister described them as also wearing all black attire and couldn't see their faces or even their skin color despite being only one house down from where they were standing. They were all blurred out and did not have distinct facial features. It was also almost 3.30 a.m. at this point. The men in black weren't talking to each other, smoking, or doing anything that made sense. They were just staring at them, as was the guy with the trunk open to his ASUV across the street. She said it gave her a very fearful, ominous impression. As soon as that happened, she grabbed her boyfriend's hand and sprinted inside the house, fearing that if she wasn't physically touching him, he could have mysteriously disappeared somewhere behind her as they were running. She has not been able to sleep, turn off any lights, and doesn't feel safe being alone. She tried contacting the police authorities, but they basically told her they only take crime reports and not UFO reports. My sister said this is the scariest thing she has ever encountered. The UFO sighting was scary enough, but the strange men in black who just so happened to be staring at them so late in the middle of the night was even more terrifying. People had asked her why she didn't record the men with her phone, and she said she was way too scared to stick around to find out what would happen if she did. What was the strange UFO she spotted in the sky with her boyfriend? And who were the men in black who happened to appear in the same area within less than an hour? 
If anyone has had a similar experience or encounter, please let us know. This happened when I was 13. Me, two friends, and my sister were hanging out watching movies. It was early 2000s. There was minimal parental supervision. At about 11 p.m., we decided to walk down to the beach, about 10 minutes walk from our house. We're walking along an elevated track that runs parallel to the beachfront. We approach a boat ramp with a few lights and a car park. No cars, no one else around. As we start to descend a hill towards the car park, one of us notices a woman there, probably 150 meters from us. She's down there dancing, spinning under the lights. Nothing's not right about her. We notice that where her tits should be, there's a large single hump. She hasn't noticed us yet, so we creep a bit closer. She's all dressed in black, long black hair, short. Definitely one single rounded front hump. Suddenly, she's alert to us. She scrambles into some rocks and bushes and we lose sight of her. <laughs> well, we think probably some crackhead. We hang at the boat ramp for a bit and look around for the woman, but she's gone. We head back the way we came and then bam, she's standing in in front of us, staring at us. We stop dead silent, staring back at her. Suddenly, she scrambles into the bushes. Not on all fours, I don't think, but she moves quick and it's dark on the track. This happens a couple more times and we're still feeling okay, freaked out, but not shitting it. There's four of us, after all. Then we approach a pylon and there hanging from it is a ratty, homemade-looking, massive, single-cup bra. We all lose our minds, race home screaming. To this day, I don't know exactly who what she was. I had just gotten off a bus at the train station and was walking through a small shortcut. As I was walking down the street, I noticed someone at the end of the street, in the dark, watching me. I didn't think much about it at the time. I checked my phone for the time and saw that it was 11.06 p.m. When I looked back up, I noticed two pairs of glowing yellow gold-like eyes. Then I remembered that I had seen someone or something in that spot before. I stopped walking so I could get a better look at it. Suddenly, it went down on all fours and ran off. I could feel my heart beating and my fear rising. I waited for a minute to calm down. After that, I went on walking and looked back at my phone. It was 11.08 p.m. When I looked back up, I saw it running back on the edge of the footpath I needed to use to cross the street. When I first saw it, it was on all fours. It then started to stand on two legs and was watching me. I could feel its eyes staring at me. Then, a few seconds later, as I was still walking, trying to act like I couldn't see it, it went back down on all fours and ran down the road I needed to use to get home. As I rounded the end of the street, I could see it running down the side of the road, heading towards the forest. I'm a hunter. I like to hunt wild boar specifically. Though I have been deer hunting and have been known to get a turkey for Thanksgiving, I mostly hunt boar. For those of you that don't know, boar are a big problem in the United States. A sow can have two litters a year, and it's not uncommon for a litter to consist of ten or more pigs. Given that pigs eat anything and everything, it's not hard to see why the Department of Fish and Wildlife makes it legal to hunt them with almost no restrictions. In my state, it's illegal to hunt most large mammals with night or thermal vision scopes, with the exception of boar and koi. I've been saving for a year, mostly fun money. It's hard to explain to your wife that a scope that cost literally twice as much as the rifle I was mounting it on was worth it. But I did it. I took it to a range and sighted it in. There was an area that was peppered with boar activity that I knew would be perfect for a night hunt. It was easily accessible with my truck with easy-to-find spots that I could set up in that overlooked a large, easy-to-navigate clearing. 
The night started uneventful, mostly me tinkering with my new toy, cycling through the set and set. I was a little impatient. I'd spotted multiple deer, but they were out of season and like I mentioned earlier, my current setup wasn't legal for deer. I moved to another spot I'd seen days earlier that probably wasn't much better than my first, but it gave me something to do and a new angle to look around with my new scope. After an hour or so of glass in the area, it dawned on me. This spot doesn't have much animal activity at all. No rabbit or owls. The deer that I'd seen were hundreds of yards from where I was. Why was this pocket of land so dead at night but lively in the day? I'd set up around 10 p.m. and it was about 2 a.m. when I started to think about packing up, maybe setting up a target before I left and taking some practice shots. I heard a crunch come from the direction I came from before. I panned my scope over and saw the silhouette of a small bear pushing through the bushes. It's important to note that my scope isn't exactly night vision. It's a thermal scope, kind of like a black and white version of what you see in the Predator movies. I adjusted my range and zoomed in a little. I remember jolting a little when I saw that it wasn't really a bear, it was a man. Because he was so low and hunched over, I thought I was looking at a young bear. Is that a game warden? It couldn't be. I would see the headlights coming up the road from where I was perched. And where could he have walked from? I was 30 miles away from anything and on public lands. I was about to call out when I adjusted my sights and noticed he was naked. No shoes, pants, or anything. I remember being disturbed by his movements like a squirrel or something, twitchy and grabbing at the foliage, sniffing around and palming the tree. Was that my tree? The one I'd been leaning against earlier? The thought terrified me? Could he smell me? Then he did something I still have nightmares about today. He squatted and placed his hands in the dirt between his feet and stared straight up like a dog mid-howl. And I heard it. A voice coming from that direction, a very compelling female voice. Help. <sighs> I'm lost. There was a long pause, but neither of us moved a muscle. The center of my sights was trained at the dirt in front of his feet. I couldn't bring myself to aim directly at another person. It went against everything I'd been taught about firearms. Were they lost? Was this some guy that had gone crazy out here? Why was his voice so feminine? Help, please, I can't walk, the voice called out. That's when I called bullshit. Not only could he walk, when I first saw him, he was traversing the land with ease for a naked person. So good I mistook him for a bear. That's a trap. This guy is trying to lure me to him with a damsel in de-stress routine. Luckily, the lack of activity before had caused me to pack up most of my gear. I think I may have left behind a hat and a sitting pad, but I didn't give a shit in that moment. I took my eyes off him for a moment to get my pack on. I buckled my chest strap and scrambled for my rifle. To my horror, he was in the same position, but his face was staring in my direction, and I swear, I saw a smile. The thermal scope has an effect that makes animals' eyes appear white. How the hell had he heard me get up and put my gear on? He must have easily been 150 yards away. F off it. I screamed in that direction. He stood upright and it hit me how tall and skinny he was. Easily, six feet and very lean. He took a couple of long strides in my direction and I instinctively sent a round sailing above his head into the tree limb. He was freaky as hell, but he hadn't really threatened me. What would I tell the cops if? I was unwilling and unready to shoot someone. He stopped dead in his tracks and hunched down on all fours. The next one will few of you up. Go away. He stayed on all fours and this time I had my sights trained on the center of him. His eyes were just above the grass like a large cat or something. 
I was trying to stop my trembling and knew that my voice had cracked a little on that last warning. I was terrified that standoff probably only lasted a minute or two, maybe less, but it felt like forever. In an instant, he bolted left towards the tree line opposite the road. So much for not being able to walk, I could barely keep him in my scope, he was moving so fast. He disappeared into the brush and I sent another bullet sailing high in his direction. I racked another round and tried to pocket that mag and swap for a fresh one, but I dropped it and didn't bother looking for it. I wasn't far from my truck and I wanted to get out of there. I could hear him in the distaste, yelling in this weird sound that could have been a laugh or a cry. I scrambled up the trail and arrived at my truck breathless. I tossed my gear into the cab but kept the rifle in the passenger seat and sped off. For the longest time I told that story from the perspective of having spotted some deranged crackhead living off the land like some kind of caveman. I reported it to Fish and Game, but all they did was scold me for hunting at night alone. Never received an update. It wasn't until I told this story at a camping trip that my nephew told me about Wendigos, Rakes, and Skinwalker. My story scared the piss out of him because the spot we were camping was technically the same forest I'd seen the bastard, just 50 miles east of it. He was so spooked his mom, my cousin, had to take him home. She was really pissed. I've gone down the rabbit hole one these scary stories. I'm not saying what I saw definitely was a Wendigo or a Skinwalker. I'm saying that if such a thing exists, I may have dodged quite the bullet that night. Or maybe it was just a tweaker being Donnie Thornberry in the middle of the night. Either way, thought I'd share.